HTS, where every learner is seen, heard, and empowered to make an impact in their communities and the world. We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. Welcome back, HTS, to Season 4 of our A Day in the Life podcast. It's so good to be finally back at school with everyone. And it's so good to be hanging out with you again, Mr. Casinas. For our long-awaited first episode of the school year, we wanted to focus on a word that can be found at the very top of our vision for learning, and as one of our four key words surrounding our graduate profile. Impact. Or in the case of the graduate profile, impactful. As you heard Ms. Rasso at the top of the podcast... Creating an impact is an important and integral way of being at HTS. So let's start by going back to our conversation with Ms. Rasso and hear a little bit more about her ideas around being impactful. Helen, in the HTS graduate profile, there are four sections, and impactful is being one of those four important sections. We were wondering why is it important that we prepare students to have the ability to be impactful? I think as we um, came as a community to design the, the profile of an, an HTS graduate, what was so important to us is what is the impact truly that we want um, to have on our students as an educational institution, number one, because that would then help guide us design our instruction, design our experiences, and then actually make it meaningful and personal for them. So that's, there's one element of that to guide us mm-hmm. as leaders and educators in the school. But the other part of that is what is it that we want students to do with what they know? And so knowledge is so important. It's ubiquitous. Students thrive and actually really work diligently in our school to to gain knowledge, to do excellent work in their classrooms, you know, um, to give back to communities. Those are things that all matter to them. But for us, we wanted to, um, to understand that large or small, our actions collectively make an impact on the world and that they actually get to control that and do something with it. And so we wanted them to be students who, as they walk through this earth, knew that they can make a difference, to not shy from that. We're always encouraging them from the minute they walk into our school, when you get here, we want you to try something new. Take a risk, try it. Fostering and cultivating that is what actually helps them as adults and young adults make an impact, serve in communities, um, dare to be bold and try something completely out of their comfort zone. And so the whole decision to make sure that impactfulness was an attribute we cultivated was because we wanted our students to not just be consumers or passive in their knowledge, passive in their skills, passive in how they were uh, living and being in this world, but to actually be students who did something with it so that the rest of the world can benefit and communities can benefit and the people directly across from them, you know, can benefit from what they bring to this earth because we all bring things that make this world a better place. And being impactful implies to all students in our program, right? Not just 
not just senior school students, but right yeah. down to JK and how instilling that, how they can be engaged citizen on, on the day to day. And as building, scaffolding those experiences with that knowledge in that community as they get older. Yeah, absolutely. It starts, you know, that conversation starts as early as our little JKs. I love that you, you know, you raise that because they make their actions, although smaller and, you know, more direct to their friend in their community, the one who remembered to bring a mitten because their friend didn't have it. Something so small is the first seed we plant to cultivating to bigger actions and responses to things that matter perhaps at a larger scale at an international level or national level or even at this whole school. But we have to plant those seeds early. We have to nurture them. We have to give students an opportunity to do them and to take risks in really safe ways as we do here, whether through our co-curricular program or through our academic program, um, and then keep motivating them to never give up on trying because that's when they become doers in this world. Well, thank you for your time and thank you for your inspiration. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Rasso, for those wonderful words. One example of impact recently evident in our school was the middle school play, Belonging. What a great success that was. Why don't we listen to what a couple of middle school actors had to say about their involvement? So I think during the production, I really learned how to, first of all, know the different um, know the different tools that we were using, but also how to teach them to other people and also how to like think on my feet um, because I needed to be very fast with different uh, transitions and like different cues. So, and like collaborating with everybody and communicating that was a little bit challenging at times, but that's what I learned from the play. I really learned, like, so I have like a bit of a funny scene. So one thing that was really hard, but like I learned was like how I have to be serious in those sorts of situations. Cause like I also have situations where I get yelled at, even though I didn't do anything wrong, and I have to be serious. I also learned about like putting on a proper production and like all the different phases and steps. And I learned how to like uh, be a better actor in those situations. So especially when things might go wrong or there might be a little glitch or something you have to like improve improv. So I learned at that. Yeah. I think, like, I think it was a very interesting and fun experience. Yeah, and I'd very yeah. much do it again. I think for like, uh, just one more thing. I think that the cast and the crew, um, just from what I've observed, learned how to like pick themselves up again once they maybe they made a little bit of a mistake, but um, we learned to keep on going and to kind of not like apologize so much and just keep on going because, um, like. When I first came on to set, Mr. Durini says, in theater, there is instant <coughs> forgiveness. There's instant forgiveness. So, um, yeah, that's what I learned, just to like keep on going even though something goes wrong. Clearly, those students were impacted by their middle school play experience. I also had a chance to catch up with Mr. Durani, and we had a great conversation about how he feels the show created impact. So I'm pleased to be joined by Mr. Durani, who's our middle school drama teacher, and he's hot off the heels of an incredible uh, show, Belonging, which the middle school students uh, just produced. Congratulations. Thank you very much. 
You're very welcome. Um, and we're here talking, we've already heard from a couple of your actors and your students about, about the show and the impact it had on them. And I'm wondering if we could just get your thoughts a little bit, both about how perhaps the, you were looking to shape a show that would have some impact on our audience, on the audience, but also maybe what were you doing in your rehearsals and the, the, the process of building the show that, that was going to maybe sort of have a lasting impact on your actors and their experience with some of the themes you were exploring. Could we, could we talk about that? Sure. Um, so a lot of the premise that I started with with the show was um, taking from things that I'd heard during our professional development week before the students arrived. And in that, we talked a lot about HTS values, especially about belonging nice. and about community yeah. um, and about um, character, about how we grow into ourselves. Um, and so the beginning of the year was all about foundational work. And so kind of applying those, those, that kind of specific wording that we talked about mm -hmm. and looking for, then looking for scene work that would speak to those values, those kind of HTS core values, um, and support them, but also then open up other conversation. Um, so that was our main thrust. Yeah. It brought up a lot of great things during rehearsal. Um, it brought up a lot of great questions that, I'm not sure that we answered all of them, but that's that's okay. Yeah. We started those conversations, and I think that's the greatest thing about theater. Absolutely, it starts those the rehearsal process. You go down many paths, many of which don't get to the stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like where we ended up, and I, I like the thoughtfulness that the uh, the students brought to um, their performances because they asked those questions, right? Right. Um, and some of the subject matter was real world immediate all around us we're not talking about it mm -hmm. so being able to have conversations or begin conversations that hopefully would have then filtered into their homes during dinner time um, was important to me yeah. um, because again it speaks to that idea of community and um, after this you know coming out of this pandemic and being isolated or being online to come into a space where we're not all facing the same way, right? That we're facing each other, and we're we're able to enjoy the reactions of of people on the other side of the audience in a kind of a very communal way was important to again us as a cast. Yeah, difficult to do with yeah. brand new actors, right? <laughs> yeah, that idea of you know working on angles and stuff, but it's also then that provided the, a good challenge for them, right? Yeah, um, and then they get to uh, understand the idea of. I mean, this is blocking for stage, but this is also real life, right? So yeah. what they do in here, how it impacts what they do with their friends um, and their communities in the, in the middle school hallways. And, you know, the things that they have to consider now before they start dismantling somebody else. And isn't it great what theater gives us and them or any actor and audience is that, that opportunity to explore something that, as you say, we wouldn't normally talk about or we wouldn't feel comfortable talking about. Yeah. But once we're under the lights, it feels it's okay. Yeah, and also the, the, the ability to examine ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Because that's another difficult thing to do. For sure. Throughout our entire lives, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, uh, that just that moment to go, I wonder if I do that. Yeah. We just, oh, yeah, actually, hmm. That mirror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then now I've got to, now I have to deal with that in some way, right? Um, or I don't, but at least I know, I know 
that I should be looking at this, right? Absolutely. Very cool. Well, thank you. What a great, uh, great, great show. Congratulations. And thank you for uh, helping the students uh, have and make an impact. Yeah, my pleasure. Let's stick with the middle school and hear about a student Miss Martin nominated during our recent Connections Week for making an impact in her homeroom. So I have the pleasure of sitting here with Miss Martin and Maddie from 8C, and uh, we're talking about impact and how students are making impact in, at HTS. And Miss Martin, I know um, from our recent Connections Week, you had wanted to sort of nominate Maddie as somebody who'd been making an impact in the middle school around Connections Week. Can you tell our audience a little bit about why uh, her efforts stood out mm-hmm. to you? For sure. Um, you know, lots of students get excited about Connections Week and um, there are lots of ideas that get thrown around, but sometimes those ideas don't come to fruition or people lose their focus a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so one of the reasons that I wanted to recognize Maddie's efforts is because she was able to take um, our bake sale cafe idea for 8C from the brainstorming phase all the way through the planning and organization to cheerleading, um, you know, passing out the hot chocolates. She was there every step of the way and really did a fantastic job, um, you know, getting the troops together, keeping everyone focused um, and keeping the energy energy level up. It was also really impressive to me that Maddie was um, a, quite a brand new student at HTS yeah, at the time. Um, really was brave enough to to step forward and um, and you know make an impact as quite a new member of our community. So um, I was really really proud of her. Yeah, and Maddie, in your in your words, sort of, can you walk us through kind of what the idea was and why you you felt you wanted to jump in and and sort of help your peers make an impact in Connections Week? Yeah, absolutely. So. We had had kind of two conflicting ideas and our class was like, okay, so we'll just split. I chose the bake sale side because I wasn't really sure how a haunted house was going to work out <laughs> in a classroom. I wasn't really sure what was going to happen there. Yeah. Um, the thing was, everybody was really, really excited about the haunted house. And so we got like three people who signed up to work on the bake sale. Um, so then I was like, okay, well, then <laughs> we better start planning because we need to have something. Yeah. Um, so I walked us through, we had to first, because one of the challenges was everybody wanted to bake something and we actually weren't allowed to do that. So we had to figure out who was bringing what and then who could spend what and then um, kind of plan out a course of action. Right. And you were you were in there instrumental making it all happen? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I was just more of like a... I got up in front of the whiteboard, and honestly, whiteboards make me excited. <laughs> I was ready. We I could tell. We I could see the marker in my hand. <laughs> you know, was, it was really yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. and so, well, let's just can I, can we just uh, explore that a little bit more? I mean, you know, this whole episode's about impact, and so you're in you're there. You've got the whiteboard marker in your hand. You're ready to sort of take charge. What else did you have to do in order to sort of make the bake sale a reality for HC? Um. Well, I really had to, we had to think about who could do what, obviously, like right away. Mm -hmm. So then I also wanted to really think about like who was there for like a more forward position and who was kind of need to work in the back, like making the hot chocolate or who could pass it out and what we needed. Um, But then you get a lot of that from like people, you know, like because they come up, they tell you like, I want to do this. And you're like, okay, perfect. We're going to put you down for that. And then it's like. 
it's more making guidelines, to be honest, and then you just kind of watch people fill in. Nice. And and by the sounds of it, you you were successful. How did 8C do in the the whole fundraising element of this this uh, bake sale? <laughs> I'd say we did pretty well. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that dress down day was really nice. Oh, you won. <laughs> Won the whole thing, won the whole darn thing. And it was thanks to the haunted house or the bake sale or both? Um, (laughs) It was a combined effort because that haunted house didn't kind of enter until the end of the week. So we started off with the bake sale and then when we started running out of food, that's when the (laughs) haunted house came in and then everybody was excited about that. A two-pronged approach. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you both. Thank you for your nomination and thank you for explaining how you've made an impact in the HTS community and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Our 7th Student Life Day on November 9th was all about impact, and we invited keynote speaker Juan Bendanu to come and speak to us about how we can change our mindsets in order to be more impactful. As our last conversation in this episode, let's hear a few of Juan's ideas about how students can work on making an impact. I think it starts with the ability to understand that it's not that daunting of a task. When it comes to making an impact in themselves or making an impact in the community or making an impact in the world, it can all seem so daunting. So then when it seems like such a big mountain to climb, you rarely start the journey. So I think a starting idea that I I try and focus on is what's your one thing, the one ounce, that one action, that one step that you're going to take because the hardest part of a run is tying your shoes. The hardest part of a marathon is the first kilometer. Like the hardest part of anything is starting. So I think once you start, you build that momentum where it's like, oh, it's impossible to push a car until you kind of get it on a hill going down and getting it moving. And then it seems effortless. So I think when it comes to making an impact, I try and focus my attention and energy of how can we not only do it once, but do it consistently and also turn that impact into momentum where it's not something we do once on a, on a leadership day. We do it every single week. And I love like with this podcast or with different initiatives that you're doing on campus, like there's so many opportunities for students to be able to flex their leadership muscle and flex their impact muscle, not only in a, you know, a traditional school day, not just one day, but they can actually do it consistently. Yeah, I think one of the most often questions I get from students is, I don't feel motivated, or I just can't find the motivation. If you try and find the motivation, you'll be looking forever. Motivation, the root word of motivation is motive, which means reasons. Like motivation comes from motivus, which is a moving cause, which Oftentimes when you have a lack of motivation, it's a lack of reason, like why you're doing it. So then students find themselves caught up in the motions and just doing and doing and doing. And like, I don't feel motivated. Of course you don't. You don't have a good reason. So I think if anyone wants to build more motivation, they have to find more motive. They have to find better reasons. And it's really hard to find good reasons to do history. 
It's really hard to find reasons to study for the exam. It's really hard to find reasons to do something that you don't necessarily want to do, mm -hmm. but you have to see the end goal and the end picture as opposed to focusing on the, you know, the day to day. What's the outcome of this? Where are you going to be in six months if you do this work? Where are you going to be in a year? What school are you going to get into? Mm -hmm. And sort of envisioning that future and seeing and allowing that to be a guiding force to, oh, this is why I'm going to do this work. The root of procrastination is really because you have this idea or this notion that this work is going to be super hard and you'd rather be doing something else. To be able to flip that, it's having a good reason, a good motive behind what you're doing, and then you'll do it all day long. time of the conversation is, well, students are different now. No, they're not. They're just out of practice. We've had two years of being distanced and wearing masks and not making eye contact and making sure that we are not close to people, even though we are social beings and we need human connection. And, and we've created the separation between ourselves and we're so connected digitally, but we are so disconnected socially. So I think it's giving students the opportunity to get back on the horse of socializing and get back on the horse of being in a position of leadership and not saying you run, you know, student council or you run this, like just talking in front of the class yeah. or just, Oh, can you own this? Yeah. And oftentimes we're, you know, micro managing and helicopter managing these students and it doesn't give them the ability to fail and it doesn't thus give them ability to grow. I think the best thing that a teacher can do is give students more responsibility than they even, oh, but they're not, they're going to mess that up. Good. Yeah. Let them mess up. Let them fall. Let them run the event and it not go well. Let them run the event and they forget the audio. I was having this conversation with a few advisors in Texas and they were saying the same thing. They were like the biggest blessing that I realized over the past six months is giving my students the opportunity to fail because that's when they've grown the most. Mm -hmm. And even though in my mind, I'm like, oh, I could fix this and I could like make this better it is robbing them the opportunity to be able to figure it out on their own and build resourcefulness. Well, that's all for this first episode of 2022-23. We hope you have enjoyed hearing from just a few of the voices in our community who are making a difference on a daily basis. I'm always so impressed with the ideas and energy our students bring to our conversations. There were so many more people we could have talked to for this episode, including the students from the GSA who recently ran an entire tag assembly for their peers in the senior school. Tune into our next episode where we continue to highlight voices for members of our HTS community who are empowered to make an impact on their community and the world. Bye for now. That's all, folks.